5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, we are back again today, and uh, today what I'm going to do is I, I found um, some a little bit more of the origins of, of uh, Sabbath, and I wanted to go back a little bit because we have to ask the question, why? I mean, it is is Sabbath, because it was outlined in the Old Testament, is it still something that is relevant for Christians today? And so let's go back to the um, the Sabbath, and I have um, I found some information by Missy Takano, and uh, and she was talking about Sabbath, and she said that there were two words in particular that were for the word rest. Now, one of the words which was Shabbat. Shabbat um, it would be just like stopping work, and that would be rest. But there was another one. Uh, Nukan, which means uh, to dwell or to settle. And this type of rest is like sitting in front of a fire with a loved one or unpacking a suitcase to stay at grandma's house for the holidays. It's essentially about being restfully present. And that, I believe, is a big distinction. Because when you're looking at just stopping work or actually being present, mm, there's there's a, something that I think we should be picking up on. Now, where do the two come in? Now, Genesis 2, you know, we talked about yesterday, right? Uh, God spends, you know, six days creating rests on the seventh. After six days of bringing order to chaos, now it's time to Shabbat, right, from his work. Stop working. And then God rests... Um, uh, and, and on the sixth day, God creates humans, and then immediately it says that he rests them or settles them with himself in the garden, and that's the new walk. And it seems like the idea then of, of Shabbat and new walk, um are meant to work together. And so God leads by example as he rests from his work and then dwells together with his people. And that, to me, is a great connection that we don't want to miss out on this story. right? So God is creating and he rests. He stops work, but it's not just about the stopping the work. And this is where we'll get into you know, some of the barriers to uh, Sabbath rest is that then it also is like dwelling together. And it's really spending that time in the presence of others. Now, when we look at the real reason why Sabbath, if Sabbath was only mentioned you know, here in, in Genesis, um, or maybe even in Exodus with the, you know, with the Ten Commandments, we would say maybe it may not be as relevant for Christians in in the New Testament era um, moving forward, except this is where most of everything gets brought up to be uh, relevant again, is that Jesus brings it up in the New Testament. So we take a look at, you know, Gospel of Matthew. Matthew sets up for his readers a series of like, connected stories where Jesus is confronted by religious leaders. Um, in one instance, on the Sabbath, the leaders object to Jesus friends picking corn or actually picking wheat as the man's uh, with the man's shriveled hand right Jesus you know goes ahead and still heals on the Sabbath right heals the man and 
now his disciples are actually working by picking the wheat from the fields, right? So there's two things that are happening. Now Jesus responds with an argument that redefines Sabbath, asserts his role as the promised Messiah, and points to Jesus's divinity. Now, of course, Pharisees are going to be super mad. They're like, wait a second, you're going against a law that we know was put there, and now you're trampling it. And so when Jesus is then pointing to something bigger, you know, he goes, I mean, you look at Matthew chapter 11, come to me all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. All this talk about rest, right? Jesus is is setting it in contrast to the Pharisees. So the Pharisees spend a lot of time talking about the law, a lot of time talking about the law. And so that's where he's saying that's what becomes burdensome. People are like, you got to do, 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 do. Right And Jesus, when we point back to it, Jesus has already done it. And so where is the rest then? Where is it that we need to be able to seek that rest? And Jesus is then making Sabbath rest relevant for Christians even today because we don't live under Old Testament, uh, you know, as, you know, the ceremonial laws of, of, of Israel. Um, we are under Christ, and therefore, when Jesus brings these things up, then it becomes something that's very important for us to be able to pay attention to. So why do we keep the Sabbath? Is the Sabbath still important? Yes, and yes, we still keep it, and we're going to get into then tomorrow, because I think that 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 distinction, bringing that out today, talking about the those two words for rest in the Old Testament and how they really walk hand in hand. And it really is, yep, stopping work, but also dwelling together and really resting with people. And I think Jesus models that in the Gospels with his disciples on many occasions. But then he also then in that Matthew chapter 11 goes over and says, hey, I'm going to give you rest rest from the the decide you know the the pharisees that are trying to overburden you i want to find give you rest and that's a good thing to be reminded of today so we're going to end that there today we're going to go over some objections once again i'll put that out there if you have something to be able to uh add to the sabbath um conversation even rest go ahead and put those in the comments and be happy to uh to be able to go back and, and interact with that and even put some you know of those elements into future episodes of this conversation. One last thing before we wrap up, um, the voice that you hear in the beginning of it, and she's been on the podcast, uh, Laura Mueller. Uh, she is, uh, you know, is it has her birthday today. And so we wish Laura Mueller a happy birthday. And we see God continuing to work through her and all the amazing things that uh, God's going to do in, the, in this coming year and even beyond. So happy birthday. And uh, everybody, if you know Laura, reach out to her. All right. Take care, everybody. Peace. <laughs>